This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And I know this message will bless your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And this morning we are starting off immediately from the book of Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. Hallelujah. Before I explain that, I want us to understand from the, in the beginning, the Bible says that God gave man dominion. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. That God gave man dominion. We are designed to live in dominion. But that dominion that was given to man was seeded into the hand of the enemy by Adam in the beginning. And man lost that dominion. Man lost that power that God gave him. When he ate the fruit of the, uh, the tree of life and the fruit of the tree of life and death, man now lost that dominion. That dominion was seeded to the enemy. And that is when the law of sin and death came into being. And from that point, the law of sin and death came into the life of man. Glory to God. And from that time, the enemy began to oppress the life of people. Hallelujah. But the Bible said something. That was why God was saying that he said, this, this soul, all, all souls are mine. If you read Ezekiel chapter 18 and verse 4, something like that. He said, all souls are mine. The souls of the fathers and the souls of the son. And he that seen it shall die. Because man sinned from the beginning, the law of sin and death came into view. Hallelujah. But the Bible, the Bible also says this. It said, what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on the account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh so that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 3 and 4. This is why we are redeemed. What the law could not do, Jesus came to do that in our lives. Can you shout glory to God? Now that is why the Bible says in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13, that is where I'm starting from this morning. Colossians 1 and verse 13. 
What Jesus came to do, he came to restore our dominion. He came to restore our empowerment. He came to restore what we have lost in Adam. Can you shout hallelujah? Colossians 1 verse 13. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his son. Can you shout amen? We, he didn't say he's going to rescue us. He didn't say he's going to redeem us. See, he has completely redeemed and rescued us. He said, the moment you give your life to Jesus, internal life begin to run in your spirit. The moment you give your life to Jesus, the internal life of God begins to run in your spirit. And you are automatically transported or catapulted into the kingdom of the realm of his beloved son Jesus. And it is in that realm that you begin to live the life of the spirit. That is where the law of the spirit of life in Christ is activated in your life. Once you give your life to God, internal life of God, the Zoe life begins to run in you. And you are automatically transported or catapulted into the kingdom of the realm of the beloved son of God. And when you are there, that is where the life, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is activated in your life. So if you are born again, you are no longer under the slavery of the kingdom of darkness. You are now in the kingdom of the realm of Jesus. That is now where you belong. And when you are there, I can tell you cancer cannot do it there. Sickness cannot do it there. Disease cannot be there. Death cannot be there. Sickness cannot be there. When you are in that realm, I can tell you that your case is not the same because you are not living under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Can you shout hallelujah? So, the works we have finished from the beginning. That's what the Bible says. The works has been finished. You are now walking in the grace of God. So what am I trying to tell us this morning? So if you are believing that you need deliverance, then what did Jesus come to do? What did he do? Because the Bible says the gospel of Christ is the gospel of good news. They call it the good news. Now, what the, the gospel of Christ is the good news. That means that gospel has guaranteed your salvation. That gospel has guaranteed your deliverance. That gospel has guaranteed your healing. In that gospel of Jesus, you, are, you don't know, you, you no longer need deliverance. You have been delivered. You have been set free. You see, the reason why we are going through things in our lives, is what I'm going to talk about tonight, this morning, is because of two things. We don't walk in the spirit, and we are not living with the mentality of transformation. 
Can you shout amen? So he said, you have been rescued. You have been rescued. And the Bible says, I do not frustrate, I do not frustrate the grace of God. If righteousness is by the law, then Christ died in vain. Galatians 2.21. If righteousness is by the law of sin and death, then Christ died in vain. That means Jesus has died and resurrected. That means you are free based on the law of the spirit of life in Christ. You are no longer under the jurisdiction of darkness. You are now transported into the kingdom of his son. Can you shout glory to God? Can you shout hallelujah? So once you give your life to Christ, you have changed jurisdiction. You have changed kingdom. You no longer need deliverance. I will say that again. I said you don't need deliverance. I will show you. He said he has rescued us completely. You are already free. You have to walk with this mentality of freedom in your spirit. Can you shout amen? Okay. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2. There is therefore now. Somebody say now. Not tomorrow. Now. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. So you are no longer under the law of sin and death. When you are catapulted, when in the kingdom of God, when you give your life to Jesus, you are now under a new law. And the Bible says that law has made you free. It did not say it's going to make you free. He has made you free. Somebody shout, I am free. Somebody shout, I am free. You are already free. You are not looking for freedom. I said you are not looking for freedom. He said, he has made you free. You are no longer the condemned. You are the justified. You are no longer the disgraced. You are the graced. You are no longer the defeated. You are the triumphant one. You are no longer the one who is on the other side. You have moved from Egypt to your Canaan. God is saying that your life has been totally changed. You, you don't longer live with this condemnation ideology in your spirit. It says, stand ye in the liberty wherein Christ has made you free. Galatians 5.1. Stand ye in the liberty. You got to stand in that liberty wherein he has made you free. Because the enemy will come back to claim ownership. That is why God is saying, how to stand on the liberty wherein he has made you free. Somebody shout, I am free. Somebody shout, I am free. Glory to God. Romans chapter 6 and verse 14. Romans chapter 6 and verse 14. For sin shall not any longer exert dominion over you. 
Since now you are not under the law of sin and death, but under grace as subject of God's favor and mercy. You are no longer under the jurisdiction of darkness. So sin has no power over you. Sickness has no power over you. The attacks of the enemy has no power over you. The enemy himself has no power over you because you have been transfigured. You have been transformed. You have been translocated from that kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his son. So whatever you're going through right now, you have the power over that thing. Whether it's addiction or oppression or attack, God is saying they don't have the power to keep you in bondage. They don't have the power to keep you hostage. Because what is working in your life at this time is the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Can you shout hallelujah? So the enemy will come to try to claim ownership. That's why he's saying, sin shall no longer. God is telling you ahead of time that that thing should no longer have power over you. Because the enemy will come back to claim ownership. He's going to come back to tell you you're not free. And the way he comes, he comes with symptoms. Symptoms. That is how he comes. He, go, he will show you something. He will show you a little. When you start to receive it, he will come you full. But that is why stand here on the liberty. When something is happening to you, it's not in line with God's word. That's when you have to stand and say, no. This can happen. This can happen. This is not how my story has been written. The Bible says, for everything about you, it has been written. I have come to fulfill your will, O Lord, for it has been written about me in your word. Hebrew 10 verse 7. So everything about you has been written in the word. If it's, if it's not in the word of God concerning your life, you don't have to accept it. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay. Romans chapter 7 verse 23 to verse 24. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of death? Hallelujah. What is he saying? So what this place is trying to tell us is that the more you contend for mental transformation by feeding your spirit with knowledge and truth, the more you bring the law of sin and death under subjection in your life. Because everything, whatever you feed your spirit with, going to come out through your mind. Whatever you feed your spirit. The Bible says the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is not in your spirit. When you give your life to Jesus, that spirit of God came to dwell in your spirit. Overcoming and dominating the law of sin. Glory to God. 
But the Bible also says that this law of the spirit of life, you got to feed that law. You got to feed that word so that whatever you think, you have to condition your mind in accordance to that law of life. You got to condition your mind with the knowledge of the truth. Because if you don't, the enemy will be fighting your spirit. Because whatever that is dominating your spirit will be found, we will find expression through your mind. That is why Apostle Paul said, this law is still coming to fight me. It's still coming to fight me. It's still, it, it still want to dominate me. But look at what he says in the next verse. Go to the next verse. Some, uh, Romans chapter 7 and verse 25. He said, I give all thanks to God for his mighty power has finally provided a way out through our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. It's because you have Jesus in your life. That law of sin cannot dominate in your life because the power of the Holy Spirit through Jesus now dwells in your spirit. Can you shout hallelujah? So you, you, you are no longer enslaved and in bondage. You must receive that word of God and allow that word of God to condition your mind in order for you to see the breakthrough that you desire in your life. Somebody shout hallelujah. It's when God, when God saved the children of Israelite from Egypt, the Bible says he delivered them from Egypt because that means salvation, right? He delivered them from the hand of, from hand of uh, 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 um, king. He, he delivered them from Pharaoh. Sorry. He delivered them from Pharaoh. Salvation. He was taking them to Canaan, the promise. But they were passing through the wilderness, the process. Glory to God. So, what am I trying to tell you this morning? You see, God delivered them from Pharaoh's salvation. But God need to take them through the process in order to take Egypt out of them. That is the process. For them to arrive at their promise, which is Canaan. Why? Because you cannot, even as a believer, you are saved. You are, you are, you are saved and delivered. You are not going to go into your promise with a mentality of slavery. You cannot get into your promised land with a mentality of slavery. That is why God will take you to some processes to condition your mind and transform your mind so you can be convinced and well, 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 well understood that what God wants to do in your life, he can do it. So he takes, he took them through the process in order to condition them, to transform their mind so they can be able to receive the promise of God in, your, in their life. Can you shout hallelujah? So whatever God will do for you, we are praying for the promise. God, yes. Whatever you desire, God can do. He has a good plan for each and every one of us. But sometimes he prepares us to take us to that promise. Can you shout amen? amen. So it's even in your promised land. There will be giants. Can you shout hallelujah? What God will do, he'll prepare, he'll prepare you. He'll prepare, he'll prepare you before he can take you there. 
Hallelujah. So, you know, because when you feel that you have the promise, it's time to celebrate. It's not, you, not that we will not celebrate, but be ready that the enemy will still fight you wherever God is taking you to. So, in the land of Canaan, they were seeing giants there. And the Bible even recorded that they did, even to date, Israel did not obey God. They did not clear all the enemies from that land. Can you shout hallelujah? So God will equip you to give you what he has destined for you. Can you shout hallelujah? Amen. Amen. Okay. Now I'm going to run very quickly. Requirement of the law of the spirit of life. This is very crucial. In fact, this is whatever I'm sharing with you now is the core foundation of this ministry, of this church. I'm going to share it with you now. Requirement of the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Number one requirement is that you must walk in the spirit. Somebody say walk in the spirit. The reason why we keep going for deliverance, you know why? We don't walk in the spirit. If God says that you have been delivered, that you have been set free, you got to walk in the spirit to see how God is going to lead you to navigate you into the places that he has destined for you. You must walk in the spirit. The Bible says in Galatians 5 verse 16, it will say that on your screen. Is Galatians 5 and verse 16. He said, I said then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walking in the spirit is a key that activates the promise of God in our lives. Walking in the spirit. You must walk in the spirit. Our problem is, that our problem is not that we need deliverance. Our problem is that we don't give God time to hear what God is saying to us. You must walk in the spirit for you to see the manifestation of the salvation of God. He has delivered you, yes. But he wants to lead you to that promise. You must be in the spirit to hear him, to allow him to lead you to that promise. And when we don't hear, we begin to call for deliverance. Can you shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay, I'm going to go to the second one. Okay. You must contend for mental or mind transformation. You must contend for mind transformation. Before I go to that, I want you to understand that it is our responsibility through the ministry of the Holy Spirit and through the ministry of the Holy Spirit for us to yield to the instructions from God's word in order to defy and break and stop every forces that are, that are fighting our lives. We have to yield to the spirit of God. Glory to God. You must contend for mind transformation. You see, I normally, the month of August is the month I normally talk about vision, about what the church is doing. This, is a, this, this year is our third year. Hallelujah. This is the third, this month of August is the third year of this ministry. Can we, can we just put our hands together for the Lord? Listen, this is the third year of this ministry. Glory to God. And I know we're going to see something great. God said, your time has come. I said, God said, your time has come. God was speaking, he said, your time has come. So we're going to enter a new phase in this walk with God in this third year. I can guarantee you in the name of Jesus. We're going to see a new phase and new things happen to us, happen to the church in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So this is the month I talk about the vision of the church. I talk, I talk about the church. But what I want to tell you this morning is that the, the vision, the sole vision of this ministry is tied to what I want to share with you now. 
The sole vision of this ministry is raising kingdom giants who sorry, raising kingdom giants by building people who are living above the limits. That is the vision of this church. And I can guarantee you that that will not happen until there is a mental or mind transformation. Mind transformation is what leads to empowerment. In fact, as a child of God, after salvation, what follows next is mind transformation. Until your mind is transformed, you can never be empowered. The level of your transformation, you, the level of your mind transformation is what determines the level of your empowerment. Can you shout glory to God? Now, the Bible says you must contend for mind transformation. You can go higher than the level to which you are transformed. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. He said, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The greatest miracle is the miracle of transformed mind. The greatest miracle is the miracle of the superior belief system of God. That is the greatest miracle that can happen to anybody. If you don't have that transformed mind, I can tell you, no matter how far you go, your mind will be resetted and you're going to go back to where you used to be. Our mind must be transformed for us to see the manifestation of the power of God in our lives. Can you shout hallelujah? So we must build our mind by feeding our spirit. We must build our minds by feeding our spirit with the knowledge of the truth, with the knowledge of God's word, with anything that can help you to move to the next level. Can you shout hallelujah? Allow your mind to be conditioned by the word of God. It's a requirement of the law of the spirit of life. It's a requirement. You must contend for mental and mind transformation. It's a requirement. You are not empowered until you contend to grow in level of mind in your level of mind transformation. Can you share glory to God? So when you start growing in your mind, the level of your transition will never allow you to accept some certain conditions. Because it will not allow you to accept some certain things because you are outgrowing some things. You will not allow some things to be there. Can we show the man? So if you carry, see, if you carry a the mentality of failure or a failure mentality, I can guarantee you, no matter how many hours we pray, we pray on you or someone prays on you, you will still fail. If you have the mentality of defeat, it doesn't matter who prays for you. 
It doesn't matter who lays hand and lay leg on you, you will still fail. What God is trying to tell us is that we must content to be mentally transformed. You must look for knowledge. You must look for knowledge. You must equip yourself with knowledge. You must be someone that learn for you to see what God has designed for you. Can you show them in? So, so even though I'm a pioneer of, of spiritual accuracy, even though I want us to be spiritually accurate, but I also believe in influence. Influence will never happen without mental transformation. Never. So I'm encouraging each and every one of us, let us be students of transformation. Can you shout glory to God? Can you shout hallelujah? Now, John chapter 3, and verse 31. As I begin to wrap up this morning. He that comes from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly. And speaketh of the earth. He that comes from heaven is above all. Somebody say, I am from above. I didn't say, I am from above. You are from above. You are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above every forces of hell. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians 2 verse 6 and Ephesians 1 verse 21. It says you are seated. You see, you must carry this far above mentality. You must carry this superiority uh, uh, belief system and mindset that you are above your circumstances. You see, your mind must be ahead of your body. Your mind must be ahead of your body if you must see change in your life. You see, anywhere your mind cannot enter, your body cannot enter. Anywhere your mind cannot enter, that gate will never be open for you to enter. So you enter with your mind in the spirit before you can enter with your body. It doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter who is mocking you. It doesn't matter who doesn't believe in you. But what I want to tell each and every one of us, continue to invest in your mind. In a short while, the result will show. Continue to invest in your mind. Continue to feed yourself. Where you are right now might not be where you ought you want to be. But as long as you're a student of mind transformation, I can guarantee you in a short while, the result will start to manifest in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? So, he that cometh from above is above all. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, who strengthens you. Have this conviction in your spirit that God is able. Have this conviction in your mind that God is able. And God will take you through to his promise in your life. You must be the person that not, don't give up. My mentor told me something. He said, if you refuse to give up, you will go up. If you refuse to give up, you will go up. Refuse to accept the status quo. Make up your mind that you must see change. Make up your mind that you must see results. 
And I can guarantee you, it might take some time, but if you are standing on it, it will show. Can you shout glory to God? Mark chapter 16, verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe. And these signs will follow those who believe. There's always a sign that follows whatever you believe, whether good or bad. The signs of defeat will follow those who believe defeat. The signs of success will follow those who believe success. It's about what you believe. What do you believe? There are signs that will follow whatever we believe. If we believe God, then expect a miracle. If you believe God, expect a miracle. If you believe fear, expect afraid to be, to be coming to your way. So, every belief comes with a sign. This sign shall follow those who believe. So, what do you choose to believe this morning? The sole function of the Holy Spirit is to begin to work in our mind, to recalibrate our mind, to recalibrate our belief system, to redefine and redefine our understanding. That is the sole goal of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to change our belief system. You see, sometimes we are con our mind is conditioned by our environment. Our mind is conditioned by our situation. Our mind is conditioned by the report we have from the doctor. Our mind is conditioned by the situation in our life. But God is saying, don't allow your mind to be conditioned by your present situation. Let your mind be conditioned by the word of God. Can you shout hallelujah? Let your mind be conditioned by the word of God. We cannot excel in this kingdom until we sustain superior belief system. Superior belief system. The belief system of the Bible, of the word of God, is the highest belief system in this world. It can change any situation. We must content to be mentally transformed with the word of God. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. I start up of this morning, Psalm chapter 74 and verse 41. The Bible says, again and again, they limited God, preventing him from blessing them. Continually, they turned back from him and provoked the Holy One of Israel. See, as mighty as God is, our mindset can limit him. As mighty as God is, our mindset can limit what he wanted to do in our lives. He wanted to do big stuff for the children of Israel. But each time, they will limit him by their mindset. We must content to be transformed. I can tell you, we must content. See, transformation is not by luck. You must sit down to engage yourself to know what you need to have for you to move to your next level. Transformation. Somebody shout hallelujah. Anywhere your mind has not entered, your body can enter. To begin to, the Bible said they imagine. It can do according to what you imagine and what you think. 
Ephesians 3 verse 20. He's, God has the power to do even more than your imagination. More than what you can imagine. They imagined to build the Tower of Babel. God had to come down himself to stop them. Because God was looking at them. They were already getting to that heaven. They were already getting there. So be a person of mental transformation. Glory to God. My last scripture before we pray this morning, I'll take the communion. He says, summing it all up, friends, I did say you will be best by filling your mind with what? And meditating on these things. You can see that on the screen. True, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to cause. Do that and God who makes everything work together will walk you into his most perfect harmony. He's trying to tell you how to condition your mind. Condition your mind for the best. You might not be there now, but condition your mind and look at what I'm going to see. Condition your mind. This is the change I, was, I will have in my life. Once your mind is conditioned, your life will start to move in that direction. It will start to move in that direction automatically. I will sit like this. I will think for hours. Oh, man. But I know that God will do great things in the life of everyone who believes in him. He can fail us. So try to condition your mind. Look at where you're going. Don't make decisions based on where you, where you are right now. Because that situation must change in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? It, the Bible says to Abraham, through you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That's what he told Abraham. Through you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Through me, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Through you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Don't think just be, be just around the circumference of your family. Think global. Think global. Be a global thinker. Don't think just your immediate family. Think how God can use you to affect your world and your, gener your, world and your generation. That is how you should think. Through you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Through this church, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Can you shout glory to God? So God wants us to contend for transformation. Sustainable success is only attainable through a transformed mind. Sustainable success is only sustainable success is only attainable through a transformed mind, through a transformed mindset. Can you shout glory to God? I'm going to pray this morning. This morning, confession without contending for transformation will lead to frustration. Confession without contending for transformation will lead to frustration. That will not be a portion in the name of Jesus. This morning, this communion is a communion for you to begin to operate in the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ. Can you shout hallelujah? Can we be upstanding? Can we be upstanding as we take the going to be taking communion this morning? If you are in this room and Jesus is not the Lord of your life, I want you to pray this prayer with me very quickly. Hallelujah. Oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. I renounce of the past 
come into my life, Lord Jesus. Cleanse and wash me in the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. If you pray that prayer, I want to give your life to Jesus. You can meet me after the service if you're in this room. If you're watching online, some information will be displayed on your screen. Get back to us. We don't need it to the world of Christ. There's no true success until you have salvation. Salvation is the gateway to your promise, to whatever God has promised you. If Jesus is not your Lord and your Savior, you have not begun. You have to begin to seek him now. And if you pray that prayer, make sure that you reach out to us and something new will be going to happen in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to take the communion this morning and if you're watching online, I want you to go to the communion section. Uh, for people watching online, you will, I want you to go to communion section. Hallelujah. Media, media. Please, communion section, please. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. I want you to project that to the media, please. Philippians 2 and verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus was a man that lived with a transformed mentality. So this communion this morning is a communion that will activate the mind of Christ in your spirit. The mind of Christ in your life. There's no level of attainable success until our mind is transformed. We must have this mentality that Jesus had the mentality of victory, the mentality of success, the mentality that he cannot fail. We must have this mentality in our spirit. Only the mentality of Jesus can bring true transformation in our lives. Glory to God. If you are watching online this morning, we want to go to communion. Get your, get your stuff ready as we pray this morning. Hallelujah. We are going to communion blessing. As we close this morning, are you ready this morning? Are you ready? Open your elements. If you have them, open your elements this morning. Glory to God. We're going to declare this morning. You're going to see that declaration on your board. If you're watching on the screen, our media will project that, 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 uh, that prayer on your screen. Father, in the name of Jesus. I can hear you. Father, in the name of Jesus. These elements become the blood and the flesh of Jesus and by this communion I receive the grace to contend for divine and mind transformation I receive a far above mentality I break every hold of mind limitations I sustain and operate in God's superior belief system and I take my victory now in the name of Jesus you cannot partake and I came to the creator love this morning that communion you have in your hand will activate the mind of Christ in your spirit as you partake of that communion may your life begin to experience a new change a new turn in the mighty name of Jesus let there be breaking of limitations let there be mind transformation let the mind of your spirit be enlightened this morning in the mighty name of Jesus the 
Bible says uh, that the earnest expectation of the creator waited for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. I came to speak into your life this morning. This will be the season of your manifestation. This will be the season of your manifestation. That the world, that the whole principalities and powers in the heavenly places, that they may know the wisdom, the wisdom of God that is at work in your life. In the name of Jesus, the power to walk in transformation, the power to walk in divine mindset, the power to believe God for every promise, receive it in the name of Jesus. No more weakness, no more giving up, no more tiredness, no more shame, no more evil in your life. In the name of Jesus, enter your season of the level. It's a season of breaking forth. The light of God shines in your life, shines in your family, shines in the works of your hand, shines in everything that you do. In the name of Jesus, go and break forth. I say, go and break forth and come back with your testimony. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Are you blessed this morning? Will you lift your voice and magnify the name of the Lord? Father, we thank you, Lord. We give you the praise and the glory. Thank you for what you have done this morning. Let your name be praised. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name.